Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hi friends, I really enjoyed this amazing episode today with my personal friend and fellow BQH practitioner, Sarah Webb. Sarah Webb had an incredible self-healing journey where she used Beyond Quantum Healing to heal herself from diagnosis of lymphoma. Sarah is a quantum healing practitioner, sound healing practitioner, Reiki master, Akashic Records reader, clairvoyant, psychic intuitive, and empath. She is absolutely incredible and her story is nothing short of amazing. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, Sarah. I've really been looking forward to chatting today with you. I'm one of my good personal friends. You've gone through such a powerful transformation. I can't wait to share your story today with listeners. Hi, Jen. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I'm good. really feeling the energy right now for this conversation. Excited. I know. I was feeling the energy this morning myself. I woke up and I was... It was so strong. I, I just thought, wow, I wonder if that's for our podcast today. Definitely think so. I was actually reflecting back earlier this morning about the story on how we met. Oh <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. I do want to share it that uh, I was a new practitioner to quantum healing. And at the time, I wasn't actually aware that we could do sessions online. And I was joining all these groups on Facebook and a lot happened to stumble across this group and posted a comment about doing sessions. And then somebody talked about an online session and I was like, you can't do sessions online. <laughs> and then <laughs> lo and behold, I had no idea I was in an online group for quantum healing. And you kind of messaged me on the side and were like, hey, that's a group for online quantum healing. And I was yeah. like, Wait, what? <laughs> it's so funny because I saw that you live kind of close by, but not super close. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, you know, I need to do this. And you know, maybe we could reach out and, and like do something together, help each other, something like that. Yeah, so. just no, nothing is coincidence. There's coincidence. There's so many synchronicities and my goodness, especially right now, it's such a transformative time. I'm getting synchronicities every day. And so when we met, I just happened to stumble across the group and then you messaged me and we've been in contact like almost daily since since that time. I know. It's crazy. It's so funny that that happened. And we've been ever since like bouncing ideas and Mm -hmm. Things like that ever since then. Yeah. And I was really touched by your healing journey and how you found you know, quantum healing and what wanted you to be, what made you want to become a practitioner. So I'd love if you could share that, your story with our listeners today. Yeah, sure. There's a there is a whole story behind that. I'll try to make it fairly brief. So I started having my own awakening in 2018, I guess it was. I had a friend who was telling me 
about things like having guides, things that I really hadn't heard of before. And so I started thinking a lot more about that and started having little, having little synchronicities here and there. And then, so in 2019, I was diagnosed with lymphoma. And so that kind of threw me into a panic mode, of course. Mm-hmm. Everything went off the rails a bit. And I was terrified. I'll, I'll just say, absolutely. I was terrified because my mother passed from leukemia. Wow. And she had breast cancer before that. Mm-hmm. And it, it ran in my family pretty strongly. And I couldn't believe that I was the age I was, like early, I'm not going to say my age, but yeah, fairly young. Mm-hmm. And, and was already diagnosed with something like that. I knew my body was very sensitive and I did not want to do Western medicine because I had seen what that did to my mother. So I was at such an impasse. I did not know what to do. And the doctor immediately wanted to immediately do treatments that would have been really harsh treatments like chemo and radiation. And even though it was a slow growing lymphoma, he wanted me in like the next week. And I remember sitting there just feeling like, I don't know if I can say this, like I was his meal ticket. Or like I was, yeah, like he wasn't looking at me like as a person, like he was looking at me. You know, I would like to say that I have heard that so much. I recently listened, I want to say it was like a Facebook post or maybe an Instagram story, but somebody had made a very similar comment about how it was like a factory. Like they they called and then they they pushed a number and it like routed them. And it was very much like a business. Well, the funny thing is they didn't ask me what I wanted. It was just assumed that I would do it and do it immediately. And I couldn't understand, first of all, why if it was slow growing, you know, well, why we couldn't take a minute. And I guess for them, that's how you treat it. So, so anyway, I flipped out and went home and I think I just dodged them for about three weeks. And then I finally confessed and said, I don't feel good about this. I want to wait and look at some things. And I'm sure that they thought I was crazy, but that's fine. I had always had a a knowledge that people could heal themselves, but I didn't. And I'd heard stories too of people healing themselves, but I didn't know how they had done that. And so I I went on this quest basically of just trying to find out how did these people do it, you know? And I bought books and just read everything I could. And oh my goodness, I tried so many things. I have many stories I could tell you. (laughs) In retrospect, I can laugh, but at the time they were not very fun. But um, I tried many different things, even holistic things, and they just were not working for my body, my particular body. Mm -hmm. Could not handle like huge doses of vitamins or like the, I think it's the Gershon Clinic. Gershon Clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that protocol. Those things just for me were not right. And I had a friend who told me about this lady named Dolores Cannon. And I was Dolores. like, oh, <laughs> Dolores Cannon. And once I started reading about her and then reading her books, I thought, how oh, did I never hear of this woman? Oh, because the things that she talks about are things I'm that I've always been interested in. And so I also learned that she had this modality using hypnosis 
where people could heal themselves. And I was so fascinated by that. And so I started looking up QHHT sessions to watch and listen to. And my husband listened with me. And then I discovered that people were doing something else called BQH. I noticed a lot of the practitioners were also BQH certified. I didn't know what that meant, but I was just taking it all in. And I did go and I had a, (laughs) this is not as short as I hoped, but I did go and I had a session. But at the time I was so freaked out. I was just so terrified. And the things that the doctor told me had me so scared. I truly, like one day I passed out of just fear. It was just fear alone. What was your first session experience like? Because I can definitely relate to that anxiety. I was anxious my first session. And now that, you know, we have clients, Mm -hmm. clients often come to me and they're anxious. Yeah. I relate to that too. Like what were some of your anxieties surrounding your first session? Oh my gosh. Well, with that diagnosis, I had such a worry that I was just going to tell myself what I wanted to hear. Like I was going to make it up. And so that was my biggest worry. I think it would have been my worry anyway, but with that diagnosis going on as well, the pressure, I was just so scared that I made it up when I had it, even though I could feel the energy. Um, I've always been able to feel energy And I could definitely feel that something went on, but I was still discouraged and I wasn't fully sold yet, I guess. And I didn't know how to get myself there. And also the other thing is it was pretty hard to do because I was sick and I was so, so tired from the lymphoma. It was really draining and it caused pain in my, like my abdomen where it was. And so the traveling part was was really hard, much harder. Now that I feel so well, I don't think about that as much, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that was definitely an issue. And so you had your session. So you traveled for your first session because you you wanted to go in person. And oftentimes we do hear that where mm-hmm. people are maybe you're nervous or they doubt the subconscious. Mm-hmm. But now that we're practitioners, we know that when the belief system aligns and we trust, I mean, we always we want to trust our higher self. It is a part of us. Yeah. It's connected to source. So the information coming right. through and the healing, it is real. But for first time mm-hmm. doing your session, especially with a prognosis like that, I can only imagine. And so after yeah. your session and you know traveled home, did you feel better right away or was the doubt kind of kicking in and maybe blocking some of that initial healing of your first session? Well, it's funny because I did feel better right away and I felt good. I felt like I was getting better. And I had to go in for a checkup and I went in and I remember the doctor saying that it had grown a little bit and instantly the feelings in my body changed. Instantly I was in pain, which was such an unusual thing. I didn't realize until later that I I really believe I was healing at the time. But when doctors tell you things and, you know, it just, it just kind of messes with you. And yeah. so even even if it was inflammation, mm-hmm. it can look like it's grown just from inflammation. But I, I was just so panicked that I let all of that go for a little bit. And I caved and I did a little bit. I didn't do chemo and I didn't do radiation, but I did do immunotherapy. Mm-hmm. And that was brutal. I can't imagine having done more than that because that was so hard. 
So after I was supposed to do four treatments in a month and I wasn't able to get them in because I had such bad reactions. It took me four months to get those done. And then I was supposed to keep doing those every two months, one one every couple of months for the next two years. And I just quit. Wow. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I couldn't. I knew I couldn't keep doing that because I was, I was just, it felt like torture and I felt like I was dying anyway. And I, I was like, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I was going to do next. You know, and I do just want to touch on something that we talk about often because, and that's the power of thought, right? You know, yes. you were feeling so amazing. You were feeling a lot better is what I'm hearing. And then all of a sudden you go to this doctor who tells you that, you know, that it has grown, the lymphoma. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I want to talk about Mr. Ninja. <laughs> we talk mm-hmm. about Mr. Ninja right away. I'm assuming oh, yeah. that that triggered Mr. Ninja. And for our listeners, um, Mr. Ninja is, we all have a Mr. Ninja. He is the saboteur. Um, he loves negative thoughts. He likes to stop any forward progress, forward momentum, uh, negative self-talk, those comments about, you know, if you hear in your mind, like, oh, you suck, you can't do this. That's Mr. Ninja. The more that we engage with him, the more we listen to him, the louder he gets. And so it sounds like this doctor triggered your Mr. Ninja and your healing halted is maybe absolutely. what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes, I think I absolutely like skipped a, a timeline doing that just out of the fear. Like that scared me so much. And so through a series of weird events in about, let's see, it was last last year, early last year, BQH, well, QHHT and BQH came back into my life. And what happened was my husband had a dream and he was concerned about it. And he asked me, could you try putting me under like the sessions we had watched? And I said, yeah, sure, I can try. And so I tried and he went under. And wow. <laughs> yeah. Just with no training. No I mean, training. That's, right. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool. And another thing we discovered was that he could channel and it was mainly the archangels. So we were like, okay, that's interesting. And then they didn't tell me to go take classes, but they were encouraging, like, you know you've already done this. I, and I forget how they said it, but it was kind of like, you might want to think about that. And so I did. And I, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I ended up signing up for BQH classes and I finished them. And then another channeling happened. They said, the, this was the archangels. They said, you need to do that work because that's what's going to heal you. And so I got my behind in gear and started doing the work because I didn't know what that meant, but, you know, that was kind of my hope Mm -hmm. at the time. And lo and behold, here we are, it's been a year, over a year, and I don't have any of that pain anymore. I don't have, I don't have any of that. It's gone. It's completely gone. 
Yeah. And, and so talk to me a little bit more about the healing. So yeah, through learning the modality of BQH, and I do mm-hmm. also feel called to explain the difference to our listeners real quick. Sure. So for those listening in, quantum healing, there's lots of different modalities. I would say mm-hmm. that the two most recognized and well-known are number one foremost is QHHT, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Mm-hmm. And then there is BQH, which is beyond quantum healing. Both modalities incorporate the work and teachings of Dolores Cannon. And with BQH, it's a little bit more expansive because not only does it incorporate Dolores Cannon techniques and trainings, but it also invites in the flexibility for other teachings as well. And it does allow for online sessions. Both are very powerful forms of healing, highly effective and recommend either course. So back to my question, (laughs) were you able to administer sessions to yourself and do the self-healing or no? um, did you go to a practitioner? I I did. Because of having taken the classes, I got to meet a lot of practitioners. And since I was learning, we would practice with each other. And so I got to receive as well as be the practitioner for our sessions. But either way, I learned, even when you're the practitioner, you're working in the light. We work in such a high vibration. It's just like working with angels around you or your guides or your higher self. And so I really think both things contributed. Doing sessions for people because you're you're doing that. You're doing that with love. You're holding space for people to heal. And then you know, also receiving sessions and getting upgrades to my body and things like that. I think all of it really, it was what I needed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, as practitioners, we see these great healing miracles every session. Um, yeah. I hate to say miracles are normal. That's my little tagline. And <laughs> I believe it. It's the truth. I see it all the time. And you're such a living testimony of that. You know, Western medicine just wasn't a fit for you. You tried yeah. it short term. It it wasn't aligning. And nothing is a coincidence. You stumbled across the Dolores Cannon video, which she was the catalyst for my awakening mm-hmm. too. So we have that in common. And you know, the rest is history. You found, you know, you started serving in the light, facilitating sessions and receiving. And so today, Sarah, what does that look like for you? Have you gone to like a typical, you know, traditional Western medicine doctor for follow-ups or scans? Or are you just trusting like, you know, how you feel in your body? I tell you, I have not gone back because I don't want the fear. Mm-hmm. Of going of going back, but I can tell you that I do not have any of that pain, and it's it's very noticeable. I would know if it were still there. Plus, the energy has come back. My energy has come back. But you know, I would I would go take a, a test. I just don't really want to go put more radiation in my body yeah. for a yeah. while. But I have no doubt in my mind. I really don't. I know it's not there. You know, and I would 100% agree with that because when I first met you to now, <laughs> the difference, Sarah, is night mm. and day. Like, I didn't look well, did I? You didn't. You didn't, honey. I didn't. <laughs> you no, didn't. I looked those um, videos the first time like, that we got oh on God. video, I was like, oh. And, you yeah. know, that's just me being transparent. 
I know it's fine. That's what I said. 100%. You have changed. I see it. I feel it in your energy. And I don't think you need to go back and trigger Mr. Ninja. And that's one of the things Dolores talks about, right? Is fear. Fear mm -hmm. is the number one thing that, you know, change that holds our vibration down that can stop us from achieving our full potential in this world. And so, you know, it's really important that we step into and we work in the light and that's been so healing for you. Now, you were mentioning that you were reading tons of books and everything, mm -hmm. like out of all the books and stuff that you read, like what would you say was the one book that really like changed your life? Like th that you read on your journey? I read almost all of Dolores's except for, mm -hmm. I think a couple, I think not all of the uh, Nostradamus mm -hmm. books, but, and I can't remember which one affected me the most, but they all had such a powerful, it was like when I was done with them, I was like, I want more of these, where, where are more Dolores books? So she was by far the the most influential author, I would say. Mm -hmm. I read the Sophia Code, which I don't really read anymore or follow. But at the time, there was something about that that was good for me. I think I understand it now. You know, as as you grow spiritually, you you find out things about your past lives and things start making sense and little synchronicities. You know, even going past a few years start making sense. Yeah. Like when I did my session, it was on the Lionsgate portal and this happened. We had to change the date a couple of times, but it was on the date of Lionsgate portal. And it just so happens that I am apparently have a strong Lyran background. One of my past lives was a, as Sekhmet, who was the lion goddess in Egypt. So I have, I have strong like cat power. And so it's so funny to me now that the Lionsgate portal is when uh, that happened. And, that, and now it makes perfect sense. But at the time, you know, I just didn't know yet. I just didn't know how much that meant, I guess. Mm -hmm. and, and now I do. Let's shift gears a little and talk about yeah. past lives. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, one I of my that. favorite subjects. Those. My goodness. And we've done a few sessions together. I'm just thinking on like yes. some of the sessions that I've done with you. Uh, I, I regressed with you back to mm -hmm. a past life where I witnessed the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh, my goodness. My I just got chills because. That was so good. Yeah. Like. It is so ingrained in my memory. I remember standing there. My name was Bill. And I had like this um, oh, shirt sweet. on, this god-awful checkered shirt on. And the crowd was so, you know, intense and crazy. And I was with mm -hmm. some lady named Betty. And we were dating. And she had this dress on. Like, it's so clear. And then all of a sudden, it was just pandemonium broke out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what was going on. And like, people were trampling and pushing and I lost Betty. And then I like ran to the side of this building and past lives are so powerful. And I know that they're real because of the feelings, the emotions and the details. What would you say is like your favorite past life that, that you have uncovered in a session? It's probably hard to pick oh, one. Some, someone else's life? <laughs> No, like for yourself, for yourself. Oh, of mine? I've had many weird, like, <laughs> well, some have been weird. I've had many past lives. 
I want to say quickly though, I remember Dolores being at our first sessions that we did. She was. Yeah. yeah. She so was. She was at the QHHT and the BQH sessions. So mm-hmm. yes. But uh that's why I feel like she fully supports both mm-hmm. uh, modalities, you know. So Absolutely. One hundred percent. Throw that in there real fast. But she say my favorite or Gosh. Or maybe one that maybe like was most impactful or that stands out to you the most. I know it's kind of hard to pick. We, yeah. we do so many sessions with our exchange network. It is so many. Probably the Sekhmet life. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because during that session, I had that life being such a powerful, she was the high priestess and she wow. um, protected the Pharaoh. And I remember standing there in the desert in Egypt and just feeling the sun like raining down. And I knew that it, I also had technology on this gold Mm -hmm. that I was wearing that anchored the sun in a certain way. And I was scared, not scared of anything, nothing. I don't know how I knew what I knew, but, uh, I knew I knew everything there was to know where I, I felt like it. And then later on in that session, I had a, another life. And I was a man in the 1940s who worked at a lumber mill. I forget what my name was. It may have been something like Bill. It was something like that. <laughs> yeah. And in that life, I was badly burned at my work. So much so that... My face was scarred to the point that people shunned me, like society shunned me. I got to feel that just the difference between mm-hmm. that life, which was so painful and just broke my heart, you know, uh, because my life was kind of over. Yeah. And you know, I, I think it affected my vision as well. So I'm not sure I could even see after it because it something hit sprayed in my face mm-hmm. but, um, in the past life yeah in the past life yeah. yeah yeah and you know doing a past life regression it's not just like you do a session because like you want to be like oh cool i i yeah, lived no. during ancient egypt times or wow right. i was a cowboy no it's about revisiting those life lessons mm-hmm. it's about reconnecting with those souls and mm-hmm. remembering and paying homage to those stories and those versions that we used to be and yeah of course it's really cool to be like wow i lived in egypt yeah, sure. but it's so much more than that and after the sessions you know i always ask um in my sessions was like you know i asked the subconscious mind of my clients why did you bring us back to that lifetime what was the lesson what was their purpose and so there's often so much trauma that is uncovered in uh, the past life regressions too and released yes in that one definitely Mm -hmm. I I didn't know that I had that but I had so much sadness from yeah being burned and having people you know just look look at him he's you know Mm -hmm. I could feel actually my nose was not there anymore so it was it was pretty brutal mm-hmm. but you, you know, know the other one was the opposite so yeah I was able to clear one life and then take the other life and sort of incorporate the the power from that life I think one life gave me 
compassion for people. Yeah. You know, and was really for that. And then the other life gave me something different that I needed. So, yeah. And they've all been like that. They've all been for a purpose, mm -hmm. either for healing, something I needed to heal or something I needed to know about, things like that. So they're all important or they wouldn't take you there. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I would just like to say for listeners that when you experience a past life regression, that sometimes there are energies that enter the session and you might feel the energy, but there's never any physical discomfort. And so you might feel like an energy or a warmth sensation in the area of the body that's being impacted during the session, but it's never something that causes pain or any physical, you know, sensation or discomfort. And as a trained practitioner, we have, you know, the tools and techniques to ensure that you're always comfortable in your sessions. I also want to talk about, I'm just curious for you, because you mentioned Egypt and mm -hmm. Egypt has been coming up so much <laughs> lately in my sessions. I'm like, mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I regress a client back to, um, Egyptian times when they were building the pyramids and he talked all about levitation and how um, there were certain beings that were helping build the pyramids and they were able to make the, you know, the, uh, oh, yeah. the stones levitate through vibration and sound. And then recently I had another client that was some sort of like a healer during the Egyptian times. I forget what he referred to himself as, but he harnessed like the power of these crystals inside of the, um, sphinx and he would use the power of the crystal to heal people and the pharaoh at that time didn't want him to use the power to heal commoners and so he was sneaking commoners in for healing and he ultimately got caught and was murdered in front of the pharaoh and yeah and so like egypt has really been coming up a lot in my sessions it's i'm gonna say it's trending um, so i'm just curious <laughs> yeah. so have you trending yeah it's trending have you had a lot of um your clients regress to that time period specifically or any in if not, like, what about any other times or even planets? Like, what have you, what's been coming up in your sessions lately? I get such a variety. I've had everything from, oh my goodness, you know, your past life, mm -hmm. uh, to like uh, a, someone who went to a slave life, which was mm. just amazing. Yeah. Um, a lot of healing, I would bet. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Such healing. Uh, to one that I just did, which was so beautiful, a fairy life. Like, yeah. And it yeah. was so pretty and everything was pink and like pastel colored. And um, so, so I get a variety. I, uh, I'm trying to even think. I don't even know. I, I may have had some, like, some people go to Egypt, but that may be something for you that's, like, maybe you have had a life in Egypt. I don't know. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting yeah. because I believe that the universe will align clients with the practitioner that's right for them. So mm -hmm. I do, I get a large variety. I really do. But I would say the two that, for me, are most common are where my clients regress to abductions or life on other planets. I would say mm -hmm. at least 
30% of my sessions. It's very interesting. And I ask my client, I'm like, look down at your hand, um, at your feet or look Yeah. at your hands. And they'll be like, oh my God, my hand is scaly Yeah. or I have three fingers. And they'll be like, I love those sessions. And I get Yeah. a lot of them. And then again with the Egypt, Egypt's been trending a lot of my sessions lately. And so I'm like, am I supposed to write a book about these topics? Like, you know, I think that, We get sent certain clients that align with us and even our past experiences and our traumas that we've gone through in our lives. Sometimes, you know, we will not sometimes I know that we go through them so that we can help specific types of people or specific clients, you know, that'll be resonated to work with us. For sure. Mm Yeah. -hmm. I think that's definitely the case. Yeah. Um, And so I but know that um, right now, Sarah, we were talking before we hopped on, like you're really working on all kinds of things right now and expanding your practices. Like what, what's next on your list of goals for you uh, as, as far as like services and things that you want to offer for your clients? I just finished a sound healing training. So I think I'm going to incorporate that into my sessions as part of the helping people to relax and go deeper. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. that's something. Yeah. I, and I really do think And it complements the sessions. mm -hmm. I, I feel that too. Like that yeah. resonates for me. Yes. The girl that I uh, had my session with, she did that and She just did a little bit of it, but even that had me, um, I was already crying and just feeling re a release, I guess. And so I've always remembered that particular part and how, how nice it was to just lay there and feel those vibrations. And so I wanted to do that. I wanted to just start doing that in my sessions. But I just feel like my sessions are very personal I really care about the people and, oh, and, and yes, I often I'm able to see what they see, which is really nice. That way, if they get scared, you know, I, I won't lead people, but uh, if they're really worried and I can tell, you know, I'll tell them or I'll, maybe I'll say, is a ship off to the left? And they'll say, did you know that? Something like that. And so then they know they're not making it up. So, yeah and you know let's talk a little bit about that because that Yeah. actually came up for us like I Yeah. didn't realize until we chatted and now I'm wondering if it's common for us as practitioners but I am clairvoyant and I didn't even Mm. Yeah. I didn't even I think realize it. it that I can completely 100% see my clients sessions Right. mm-hmm It's <laughs> amazing. And I had heard, I had heard of practitioners doing that, but I didn't know. I think there are more than realize it. I think sometimes as practitioners, we just think that we're imagining along with the person but then when you after the session's over and you you know you talk to them and you say well where was this where was this what did that look like but eventually I was like okay I can't deny that this is happening so it was really cool to Yeah. well that and I can I can feel what they feel too Mm so hmm and I, I think it's just because you want to definitely choose a person who cares and I know that you are like that I know that you really care about people. Yeah, I, I definitely And I do too. do. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, the sessions are very personal. I mean, QHHT, BQH, Quantum Healing in general is the most profound self-healing journey and the deepest work that somebody can do on their spiritual path. 
And so it is important that you align and find that right practitioner for right. you. you know, going back to the clairvoyancy, I first realized as I was talking with a client like a few days after a session, she checked in with me to like update me on like, oh my goodness, like something had happened. I don't quite recall. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment about like, yeah, I remember that in the scene where you were getting married and outside and your dress was like, the dress was some different color. It was like a pale blue. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I didn't tell you that in the session. <laughs> and I said, That's yes, you so did. Great. And she says, no, I didn't. She goes, I've listened to that recording three times. I didn't tell you my dress was pale blue and I didn't tell you it was an outdoor wedding. I was like, are you sure? I was like, you definitely <laughs> did. And so then I had to go and I'm listen so to this sorry. to her this session. So and I'm like, I'm like literally like frantically scanning her session. I'm like, no, she told me this. She told me this. And nope. I think that's when I messaged <laughs> you and I'm like, what is going on? I think I'm losing yeah. your mind. And she's and you told me like, hun, you're not losing your mind. You're clairvoyant. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I never thought about that. And so that was a big aha moment for me. And mm-hmm. since though I've realized that and just really em- so, embracing that. That's good. It's so cool to know that you're developing that, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can help your clients. And it, it came through a you know, a channeling with my husband that that many practitioners do that and, and don't necessarily know. So, yeah, and that's, <laughs> I think that's why we were talking about it. Let's talk about that. So your sessions are really unique because not only do you offer, you know, just a solo one-on-one BQH, but you also offer an option for uh, channeling um, mm-hmm. for for people maybe who have a difficult time or maybe, you know, ch- um, connecting with their higher selves, which isn't very common. I would like to say it's not really yeah. common. I feel like most of us can do it. Yeah, There are some one-offs. And so you do offer another option for your clients. Can you expand a little bit on that and explain like how you incorporate your husband Travis's work with yours? Yes. Well, like I said, we discovered that he he's a trans channel and he had this already turned on this this you know ability that we all have we can all do that he just happened to have it turned on and so like lucky him and i learned early on that the main goal really is that you want to learn how to talk to your higher self mm-hmm. on your own because yeah. because that's going to serve you better in your life because then you can talk to your higher self about everything so that should be the goal but in the case where, say, well, you know about surrogate sessions, we, you and I can both do those. Yeah, sometimes when uh, people have had a really hard time and struggled, um, we'll allow them to like opt up into that and he's channeled the, the higher self for them. And um, it's really interesting. A lot of good information comes out that way. And what the angels say is that um, once they hear that one time, that should be enough. You know, they should they should feel that connection and then be able to do it on their own. So, and we don't the- lean towards it because we want people to at least try. Yeah. But if they've tried and it, it's just you know everyone's different, and a lot of us sometimes we have a mind that like spins, and everybody's different. And so, if someone really truly needs that, they will do that 
And it's not like a psychic thing. They won't tell you everything you should do in your future and things like that, but they will give you guidance just like your higher self would. So, so they'll either bring your higher self through um, or that's usually what happens is the angels will come through and then they will bring the higher self in and they'll talk for a little bit. And then when the angels come back in, I know it's time to wrap up. So, yeah. And Sarah, for the, for the benefit of our listeners, could you explain mm -hmm. what a trans channeler is and what's the difference is um, between that and like a typical channeler? Because there is yeah. a difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Even, I mean, we, did, we knew nothing about channeling, nothing. But Travis, when he channels, he's not here at all. He is put in a stasis, they say. And so he's kind of on the other side almost. Um, he doesn't remember usually anything. I think a couple of times they've let him remember because they were different kinds of channelings uh, like about him. But yeah, usually he doesn't remember. So there's no ego to get in the way. It's purely them coming through. And so they're very pure channelings and they're really cool. They're really cool to listen to too. So so yeah, that's. I think that's the main difference is that uh, he just goes completely out and doesn't recall any of it, and I have mm -hmm. to record it and and show him what happened. Wow, so, that's, yeah, that's so cool. And he just across the gift by chance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and your sessions are really cool, and you do post them on your YouTube. Do you mind <laughs> letting listeners know what your YouTube channel is? Sure. Anyone who's interested. I'm like, what is my YouTube channel? Actually, to get any of my information, mm -hmm. you can go to www.beyondquantumhealer.com. That's got my website, uh, my social media, and my YouTube page all Perfect. linked there. I'll link all your contact information as okay. well in the notes. So we'll, we'll add yeah. your YouTube on there. Okay. Um, go it's ahead. just a youtube.com forward slash and then at sarah dash web that's the actual address for it but if you go to beyondquantumhealer.com you'll find all the information there too she can just link up to it either way yeah. yeah what can people expect from you next what's your next goals that you're working on right now your next project or you know honestly i i'm always listening to my higher self Mm -hmm. we've been told to do a podcast so we will Yay. probably start that soon and hopefully you will we'd like to have you on hopefully you'll come on absolutely i would love okay. to do an episode with you it'd be so much fun great and i've really enjoyed our conversation today and as i mentioned earlier i will link all of your contact information in the show notes so if anyone is interested um, in working with sarah uh, or even listening to any of her sessions on youtube channel all of that will be in the notes and before we wrap up this amazing conversation today sarah what advice do you have for listeners if you could get leave like one piece of advice maybe what would you say to listeners i would say well i was thinking about when you and i were talking about different modalities do you remember when we were comparing different mm -hmm. things and we were new yeah and we were like you know nothing else works like these nothing else works like these sessions do you remember that 
I do remember that. That's why yeah. I chose Vigo I don't want to put anything down because I've had other things. Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, I love them. And, you know, I've done Reiki. Uh, I've just taken uh, classes to become a Reiki master. But it's just these are there's something about these that is very personal, very personal. I think that's how my last client said it. Very personal to the person, a very special, and I think they're the most powerful modality out there right now. That's what I think. And so I would say give it a try and definitely do not let Mr. What, what do you call Mr. Ninja? Mr. Ninja tell you that you made it up. Don't let him tell you that. He likes to do that. But yeah, I would say give it a definitely give it a chance. It can change your life. And so I love it. I love it. And I can't recommend anything more. So I have yeah, to agree. Okay, <laughs> I've good. made it my life purpose. So <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about that, how we, how we were comparing it to different things. And it, mm -hmm. All of those things are, are great. I just think that this is so powerful. Absolutely. I mean, and it's about what resonates with you because yeah, some people resonate with you know, a different that's type true. of modality of healing and that is amazing. There's why there's so yeah. many, you know, different things. And I love the fact that as we're transitioning right now as a society, you know, as a whole, and we're stepping into this new era, that these alternate um, alternate types of healing are becoming more mainstream. And mm -hmm. there's something to really yeah. to, be, to be said to that. And there's a reason why there's so many practitioners now. And that's because it works. So, yes. Yes. We'll and say. it's needed. It's needed it is. as well. Yeah. I, I really think it is because so many people are waking up. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's a weird time right now, but it's mm -hmm. exciting too. So Definitely. Well, Sarah, I think it's time to call this one. It's been a right. beautiful conversation and I hope our listeners enjoy it as much as I did yeah, and so too. lovely catching up with you. Yes, you too. All right. Bye for now. Okay, bye. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum Healing Hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.